metronomes. Okay, there we go. <laughs> we are recording. Is the phone recording? Should I hit that? Oh, yeah. Hello, everyone. Um, if you were listening to two episodes ago on Jabo Productions, two, right? Um, yeah. This is the same group of guys, two Ethans and Jason, but one Ethan, myself is off the screen. Uh, we're doing something a little different today. We're doing a, a, a debate conversation of sorts um, about creation. Um, we're going to hear some a couple of different viewpoints. I am acting as moderator, so what my job isn't is to give thoughts and opinions. My job is to make sure that this is good and clean conversation, um, to keep things moving if it feels like it's rabbit trailing. Um, so yeah. Jason, would you introduce yourself and your general thoughts on creation? Yes. Um, my name is Jason. Uh, I'm 18 years old. I, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I believe that the world is approximately, is, is between 5,000 and 15,000 years old, and that it was a seven-day creation period, and I believe that is what the Bible states. I am Ethan, and I believe that uh, I believe that the seven day was metaphorical, and that the Earth is between four to twelve billion years old. And I think that's what the Bible says. Wow! All right. I like how both of those end with, and I think that's what the Bible says. <laughs> right. Interesting. That is, and that is our yeah our yeah. meeting point in the middle. Yeah, because we both believe in the Bible. So yeah, I would like to take this moment to say uh, these are two believers talking about the Bible. Um, we are of the understanding that this is not something to break fellowship over. Um, this is just people talking about the scriptures, and it's okay to disagree sometimes. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. Yep. So, and yeah. yeah, it's just a learning experience yeah. overall, hopefully for both of us. Yeah. And so what was the first question or topic well i f i figured first if maybe you could read it if we could just read genesis one through two does yeah. that sound good to you yeah yeah uh what version would you like to use i'm i i believe that nasb is a good one to use that's the most word for word version i, I like the passion translation oh. <laughs> <laughs> um that that would definitely... I would consider that version poetical, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I'll see... My phone doesn't have great connection here. Do you have it on your phone? Um, not on mine, but um, I'll see. I could, you I know... I have different <laughs> versions downloaded, different versions of the Bible downloaded. So. We probably um, should have had this locked and loaded before yeah, we started. Yeah, probably. I mean, I'm most Bible versions oh. are going to be good with me. One. I have NLT. Yeah, that's good. Okay. NLT is great. I'll yeah. do it right here. Do you want me to read it? Yeah. As the I moderator to yeah. take out bias? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Chapters one and two. Um, maybe just start with chapter one and then... Okay. Yeah. Genesis yeah. chapter one. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty, and darkness covered the deep waters. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God said... Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, 
Then he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night. And evening passed and morning came, marking the first day. Then God said, Let there be a space between the waters to separate the waters of the heavens from the waters of the earth. And that is what happened. God made this space to separate the waters of the earth from the waters of the heavens. God called the space sky. And evening passed and morning came, marking the second day. Then God said, Let the waters beneath the sky flow together into one place, so dry ground may appear. And that is what happened. God called the dry ground land, and the waters seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the land sprout with vegetation, every sort of seed-bearing plant, and trees that grow seed-bearing fruit. These seeds will then produce the kinds of plants and trees from which they came. And that is what happened. The land produced vegetation, all sorts of seed-bearing plants, and trees with seed-bearing fruit. Their seeds produced plants and trees of the same kind, and God saw that it was good. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the third day. Then God said, Let lights appear in the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them be signs to mark the seasons, days, and years. Let these lights in the sky shine down on the earth. And that is what happened. God made two great lights, the larger one to govern the day, and the smaller one to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set these lights in the sky to light the earth, to govern the day and the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the fourth day. Then God said, Let the waters swarm with fish and other life. Let the skies be filled with birds of every kind. So God created great sea creatures and every living thing that scurries and swarms in the water, and every sort of bird, each producing offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply. Let the fish fill the seas, and let the birds multiply on the earth. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth produce every sort of animal, each producing offspring of the same kind, livestock, small animals that scurry along the ground, and wild animals. And that is what happened. God made all sorts of wild animals, livestock, and small animals, each able to produce offspring of the same kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make human beings in our image, to be like us. They will reign over the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the livestock, all the wild animals on the earth, and the small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. Then God said, Look, I have given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit and all the fruit trees of your food, for your food. And I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, and the small animals that scurry along the ground, everything that has life. And that is what happened. And then God looked over all he had made, and he saw that it was very good. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the sixth day. That was Genesis chapter 1 in the NLT. So I have notes on my phone. Can I? <laughs> um, just as a question, Ethan, is that where, yeah, Ethan S. Um, <laughs> is that where you believe the metaphorical language stops is after chapter one? Well, I think there's metaphorical throughout all of Genesis, like. I, I think it's something that you continue to see, like, 
when it comes to the when it goes over the lineage uh like when it talks about Abraham's lineage I think there's it that's not those numbers and ages aren't literal cuz then that that proposes other things and then other problems and uh I I just I think there's a lot of metaphor throughout and it doesn't okay. stop at Genesis 1 but okay so like do you believe you know Moses and Pharaoh and all the do you think those are metaphorical no I think stories God's... you think those are actual stories mm-hmm. okay what about the garden of eden i think that was the literal thing this is something that in doing research this past week that i've cuz i grew up young earth creationist same as you like it wasn't until the past 6 months that i've really like seen like started to change my opinion on it but in doing research this past week i i i don't think adam and eve were the only humans created i think the garden of eden was a special place that god created and put adam and eve in charge of it and it's something i don't completely understand yet like i said it's something i'm still researching and learning like i was when researching it this past week i was like oh this is like brand new to me so i don't claim to be an expert on the subject this is still something i'm learning okay okay um so ethan do you have a certain direction you would like us to go with this at this moment that's a good question (laughs) (laughs) um i mean i think i think uh, again we have established that we're both coming from scripture uh, you uh, you both are coming from scripture um, yet you've come away with two very different conclusions right, right. Um, I guess we could go like with why like you've, you've kind of stated what they are and kind of given a little bit of a tease uh-huh. um, but I guess if we could have a little bit deeper of why that's your conclusion of uh-huh. yeah okay whoever wants to start Okay, um, I can go first. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I believe all of the Bible that is written in historical narrative or in, you know, personal account is literal, not metaphorical. Obviously, you know, there are metaphorical books like the Song of Solomon or, you know, obviously most of Psalms, you know, um, so, you know, that's my kind of my bias coming into the book of Genesis. Reading the rest of it, I believe it is a historical narrative book and that it doesn't change um, in the way that it, uh, you know, read. I don't believe it's changing genres throughout. So that's a reason. Um, also, studying the Hebrew meanings of the words, for example, the day yom whenever it is used with morning or evening in every scenario in all of Hebrew, it is always meant to mean a 24-hour day. And it uses both morning and evening in every day of the scripture. On that, though, on the mm-hmm. Hebrew word yom, it, it's also used whenever God says, if you eat of this tree to Adam, truly this day you will die. Mm-hmm. 
but Adam doesn't die that very day. It right. was meaning he loses the immortality granted to him. Right. I mean, that's correct. Because Yom does have many different meanings, but like I said, also in the Garden of Eden scenario, he doesn't use morning or evening <laughs> in that instance. So that is why I believe that. Okay. Um, and oh, are we done? Yeah, I s- have some more on just for sure my perspective. I did. I lost my train of thought. This was all right. Um, <laughs> oh, right. This is very important. So. I believe that it can certainly take away from the gospel if you don't believe in, um, as far as order of events go, from my perspective, because, you know, the sin in the garden is certainly after the creation period. So all of the death and destruction that would have to happen for evolution or you know, that period of time uh, would have had to have happened before man sinned and thus taking a, you know, God would have had to create a fallen world and thus, you know, discounting the need for Savior. So. Hmm. All right. Ethan. So Why? I, I, that was the, the one biggest, like, for the longest time, the biggest, like, when changing my viewpoint was the, what you said about the death when entering the world through the sin, but through my research and like what I've seen is like when God told Adam in uh, in the end of Genesis one to go out and to rule over the land, what he was saying in like other places where that is used, it was to pillage and like it's 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 used a lot of times to denote. Uh, the ruling was force going out and conquering of places that would have required killing and stuff. And I think that this, I think that, that it, it shows that like death was already in there, both for, uh, or for animals, like way before there was still animals could die and death had entered the world. And the only reason Adam and Eve, were granted immortality was the tree of life and it was once uh once they ate of the tree of knowledge of good and evil they lost the privileges of the tree of life and so they were born mortal or created mortal and they were made immortal through god giving them access to the tree of life and then when he cut that off whenever they sinned that made them mortal again it's actually the first time i've heard that specifically honestly this morning was the first time i <laughs> heard it whenever i was like like i said i do not claim to be an expert on this yeah because this like this morning was the first time i had heard it like when studying for this yeah so would you say that a general i'm just trying to get a grasp on like what you just said would you say that a general thing of what you just said would be that in your view um, creation already had a curse on it prior to the fall of man I don't think cre- I I don't think 
creation was cursed. I, I don't think... Uh, I, er, I, sorry, I don't think creation was cursed, but I... Uh, but humans became subject to the curse after the sin. Like they were separate from it. Okay. I was just I was just trying to clarify what exactly you were saying. I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. Yeah. yeah. Um so so when do you believe that sin entered the world? When Adam and Eve ate of the tree. Okay. So then why would there be death and destruction and those things before that? I mean that's always been a part of it like in order for uh like it's sorry my brain just completely blanked <laughs> that's okay you have time <laughs> <laughs> like i think the death of animals isn't part of the curse like god was saying from the beginning to go out and kill animals and it wasn't until the death and destruction of humans didn't enter until the sin interesting okay this is this is like this part where i'm still like i was at like i'm still not entirely sure where i believe like i'm just like arguing what i've seen like so far and it's like i'm my viewpoint is still evolving. Right. <laughs> wow. No pun spicy, intended. Spicy way to word that. Um, <laughs> um, since we are talking so much about the garden, can we read Genesis 2? Would you be cool with that? Yeah, yeah. I actually got it up on my phone this awesome. time. I, I think. Just out of curiosity, what version is it? Um, oh, on my phone, currently ESV, but I could change it. Um, I'm good. Cool with ESV. It's actually not loading very well. Can I have your phone again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get copyright claimed. Okay. So now, so up, this but. is so this is again NLT, just like the chapter one was. Um, chapter two of Genesis. So the creation of the heavens and the earth and everything in them was completed. On the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation, so he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy, because it was the day when he rested from all his work of creation. This is the account of the creation of the heavens and the earth. When the Lord made the earth and the heavens, neither wild plants nor grains were growing on the earth, for the Lord had yet to send rain to earth, to water the earth, and there were no people to cultivate the soil. Instead, springs came up from the ground and watered all the land. Then the Lord the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the life he breathed a breath of life into the man's nostrils, and the man became a living person. Then the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east, and there he placed the man he had made. The Lord God made all sorts of trees grow up from the ground, trees that were beautiful and that produced delicious fruit. In the middle of the garden he placed the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. A river flowed from the land of Eden, watering the garden and the and then dividing into four branches. The first branch, called the Pishon, flowed from the entire land of Havilah, where gold is found. 
The gold of that land is exceptionally pure. Aromatic resin and onyx stone are also found there. The second branch, called the Gaihun, flowed around the entire land of Kush. The third branch, called the Tigris, flowed east of the land of Asher. The fourth branch is called the Euphrates. The Lord God placed the man in the garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. But the Lord God warned him, You may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden, except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you are sure to die. Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. So the Lord God formed from the ground all the wild animals and all the birds of the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And the man chose a name for each one. He gave names to all the livestock, all the birds of the sky, and all the wild animals. But still there was no helper just right for him. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. While the man slept, the Lord God took out one of the man's ribs and closed up the opening. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib, and he brought her to the man. At last, the man exclaimed, This one is bone <laughs> This one is bone from bone and bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman, because she was taken from man. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. Now the man and his wife were both naked, but they felt no shame. That was Genesis 2 in the NLT. Um, okay. <laughs> I want to keep going. <laughs> I know we just like did a lot of just reading the Bible, but... Yeah. Um, so I guess thoughts on Genesis 2. I don't have much, but it was interesting. It is just an interesting thing that, you know, man is not made as part of the mammals, you know, or the land-breathing animals. You know, that's a mm. separate thing. It's actually after the rest day, isn't it? That is the order that it's presented in the in the reading. Can you read the very end of Genesis 1 again? Very really the, the very end of 1? Yeah. Um, so verse 30 and 31, I guess, mm-hmm. says... And I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals, the, the birds in the sky, and the small animals that scurry along the ground, everything that has life. And that is what happened. Then God looked over all the all he had made, and he saw that it was very good. And evening passed, and morning came, marking the sixth day. Okay, thank you. So, with that, it, it says in, Gen- in the end of Genesis 1 that there was green all over the earth, and but then Genesis 2... It says, which is supposedly after the creation week, the earth was without any life on it, and God brought it forth from the ground. Well, it doesn't exactly say that. It says that they weren't reproducing, basically, is from what I, you know, that they're not reproducing. So, like, from my perspective, it seems that, you know, they needed sunlight, which it says... Just very interesting. You know, it just seems like all the plants would have died. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If if it would there were millions of years before the sunlight came. But you know what I'm well, saying? I, I think the sunlight was what like the plants couldn't have existed without sunlight or so like if I think it was sun was what did it say sun was on the fourth day? Yeah, sun was on day and four. 
yeah. play it through on day three. Mm-hmm. So they couldn't have even survived without sunlight until, but if if the Earth is millions of years old, then it would, or if the universe is billions of years old, then it was the sun that came first, and then life came on Earth after, meaning that it was, it can still work, like plants need sunlight to survive, so. So, I mean, it's just, so you think the order of it is different than it actually happened? I mean, I mean, the way it's written down is what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, I think that... I, I think that, like, we can, through science, see... Like, they can see that the universe is constantly expanding and growing, so, like, we could see that it all track back to a single moment, and, like, the term Big Bang originally was created to mock Christians for believing that God created everything, like, inspired everything to happen, like, set it in motion in one swoop, and, and so, like, I think when God set in motion, it, like, over the course of billions of years, the sun developed, and then earth after that, and then life on the earth, but it was God who set it all in motion, Interesting. and the account of Genesis is metaphorical, and it's, that's something that's been understood, and not, I don't want to say it's been, that's been the belief for Christianity for long before, like for a long time, like, is that there was no, there was no conflict between uh, the billions of years old and Christianity up until recent history, and you say at that, least documented, yes. <laughs> you you say that uh, you think it takes away from the gospel, but like it hasn't for two thousand years. Right. I mean, I would argue that. I mean, the timing of it becoming an argument is the only time that we have it documented as an argument. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, most likely wasn't even either people weren't as worried about it or I assume people were worried about it because humans tend to argue Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, tend to worry you know it at least wasn't documented or or it was just assumed but it you have to go to the bathroom I'm gonna grab a I'm gonna grab a bible real quick I'll just be back in like two seconds yeah so I think that like we do have documented like arguments between the Seventh-day Adventists mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Christianity who's like who's seen them as heretical like since they branched off and there's been that argument of like a conflict between the two and it wasn't until like it wasn't until a branch from that came back to Christianity that the young earth creationism even started gaining traction well right because i mean evolutionary theory didn't exist until six you know right 1600s is when darwinian evolution at least existed so so you know so that's a fairly new thing and then that brings up the argument because you know darwin published his books 
which went widespread, you know, and everybody mm-hmm. got a hold of those. So then it started becoming an argument much more at that time because he documented his beliefs. You know what I'm saying? The, but the argument between Darwin and Christians wasn't even like the evolution. It was the Darwin stated that it happened from nothing and not, and it was all no cause for it set it forth and Christians were like no it was God set it forth and started the chain reaction has been in control of it the whole time and Darwin in the Darwinian theory was like no it was it's always been the argument for that was like there was no beginning date to the universe and the universe has always existed and then I don't remember when I know Albert Einstein around that time and he was key in it they were like able to they were able to basically like see like through seeing the expanse of the stars and how they're going uh they're going in different or constantly expanding they're able to uh track that and like use mathematic equations to track back to the like when the universe began and that's where people and so that's where like originally people like oh you believe in the big bang and all that and christians were like no like see this is science is backing us up here and that was the belief until that was like up until a more recent time like late 20th century that creationists became synonymous as young earth creationists and not old earth creationists if that makes sense uh-huh yeah i know what you mean because it was kind of just creationist or non-creationist at that point yeah yeah for sure that's factual <laughs> um did you have something ethan yeah i actually did think of a question for you guys awesome. if, if you, were, were you finished with that yeah, yeah. okay yeah. um my thought was so so there is a a way of approaching Genesis 1 and 2 that basically says um, the creation story is told twice, like kind of once in Genesis 1, once in Genesis 2. Mm-hmm. I was wondering what your guys' thoughts were on things like, on the differences there, I guess, on the things like, for example, in Genesis 1, it says God created man. But in Genesis 2, it kind of specifies God took dust and breathed the breath of life into it. Right, right. Um, also, there's there's a slightly different order of events presented. Right, as with um, the person and then the plants, like he was saying. Yeah. And then yeah, the, I was yeah. wondering what your thoughts are on that. Because the view is basically that um, in the compilation of the Bible, um, of Genesis specifically, that these are kind of the same story from two different sources. Um and so I guess, what are your thoughts on that? I think seeing it as metaphorical, there is no conflict between it. It's, like you said, I think it was two different. I think that uh, the seven day was like setting a, uh, it was basically setting a pattern for humans to follow of the uh, work six days and day of rest and uh, then the Genesis 2 uh, was another like metaphor of like 
uh, with just another metaphor and not a literal. So just out of curiosity, just with the view of it being two separate sources, why would it start on day seven? You know what I'm saying? Like it goes one through six. Yeah. And then, like, the second yeah. source well, would retell would, the story starting first, on day seventh after the creation. With that, like, with that view, the first would actually go into seven, into chapter two a little bit. Because uh, it mentions the seventh day. And then verse four, it says, this is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created. When the Lord God made, right. made the earth and the heavens. And then it starts talking about the shrubs and, like, when the water came. Yeah. Um, and it even gives a little bit of geography. Because the first, right, the Euphrates River. Yeah, because yeah. Genesis one just kind of um, talks about the earth in terms of the earth, and but Genesis two gives specifically, okay, here's a garden, and here, and right, and here's where it is in relation to these other things. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not saying that it definitely is um, the same story told twice. I'm just saying that that thought is there, mm-hmm. and I was wondering what you guys' thoughts were on that. Yeah. When it, I, I've always been confused about why the separation between the six days and the seventh, like the chapters weren't added, chapters and verses weren't added until right a long far time later, later on. Yeah. Like yes, so yeah, that's very that's something that's always way later. Like, when they were doing it, it seemed makes more sense to yeah. put chapter two mm. after yeah. the creation or after the seventh day, wow. and it sure does. That's really interesting. We need another council. We yeah, need, I we, would, need, we need to fix. I this. want to study that really bad. I want to figure that out because <laughs> you know, obviously, people decided to do that in yeah. a council at some point. So I wonder why they decided to do that. Probably those dang Catholics. <laughs> wow. Um, I've been studying Martin Luther recently, so I'm just blaming Catholics for everything. <laughs> <laughs> I got um, 95 problems, but a pope ain't one. <laughs> Um, that was free. <laughs> um, so I, I have a question for Ethan. What? Which one? <laughs> yes, this Ethan has. Um, yes, that's so hard for me to think of beforehand. Um, what I was gonna say is, I know you've already stated, but not in this video. Well, kind of you did, but that your reason for changing your viewpoint was because certain you know it wasn't an argument until a lot later than you thought it was in time right that's that was your main turning point in your mind it was like it wasn't couldn't tell i was like the way i was taught growing up through like the homeschool curriculum i had was like if you don't believe in a six-day creation you are going to hell there is no room for any sort of wavering it's six day creation or hell and so <laughs> it wasn't until a, a book i listened to uh i can't remember the author i remember the name was finding god in the waves like the subtitle was how uh science led the author away from christ and then back to christ that i really like yeah, I mean, I mean, the, like the majority of like really large, or like very uh, studied scientists that study 
you know, the universe and, you know, not just certain areas of science. You know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. The majority, majority of them do believe, you know, they come to a point where they're like, actually, this, a lot of this evidence points to a creator. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, because it's, you know, it's pretty hard to believe nothing created something, you know. <laughs> yeah. it's just, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But, I mean, you know, the there's, also, have there's also the problem of the creator creating himself you know existing you know like that where did he come from yeah. there's always that obviously we know where we stand on that but mm-hmm. that's something we do agree on for mm-hmm. sure is that there was a creator so uh, hallelujah <laughs> yeah <laughs> hallelujah for that um can i get a witness so. <laughs> so um i was just curious on like what scientific things you believe point to what you believe is an old earth or you know kind of stepping away from the bible more of a materialistic viewpoint of it or i mean or we can stay in the bible but i kind of feel like we've gone over most of that not the whole bible i do (laughs) i do have a question for you guys when you have exhausted your thoughts okay but continuing it depends if you want to answer that we can go straight to eb's question if you want but yeah uh well, I think the big thing that really pointed was the, uh, like I mentioned before, how they were able, to, how people are able to uh, see that the universe is ever expanding, see the mm-hmm. rate of expansion, see how quickly it is, mm-hmm. and by that create a equation to track back to the beginning. Right, right, right. Like, like I personally believe that. Either God could have, the earth could be 6,000 years old and God could have falsely, like, made everything up here older, or he could have, or it could be much older, and it could be metaphorical. I don't want to limit, I'm not limiting God, like, it could be either way, like. I know what you're saying, yeah. Um, Yeah, and it's very interesting to, you know, that just my viewpoint on that like is that it's like it seems to me god will be like well i mean i told you it was in six days you know what i'm saying that's Mm -hmm. what i feel like like you know that's my perspective on it is that you know we're gonna be like well god how did it happen and he'll be like i I told you like it's right there but (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. but you know so from a scientist standpoint and I like I like that you brought up that it I don't think God would be deceptive yeah in making it seem like it's an old earth you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying or else that implies that he's lying to us you know and so you know there's that point for sure and so uh, especially from a astronomical standpoint mm-hmm. that's a that's much stronger evidence for an old earth than mm-hmm. than earthly evidence because you know there's a flood and so massive catastrophic events and things like that and so then both sides are just like grabbing things and they're like that's evidence for my view and we're like that's evidence for our view too because mm-hmm. it's just two different viewpoints you know yeah as looking at the same evidence um, mm-hmm. they're like you're helping my view yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> both sides are saying that yeah so um and so 
you know, that does cause a thing with, you know, light travel and stuff. And so then, you know, creationists are forced to say that, you know, either the laws were different back then. Because it says that God created the stars to light the earth. Yeah. It said that right in there. So That was, that was actually something I, earlier today when I was studying it, that, like, back when that was written, things didn't, they didn't, like, until things had a purpose, they weren't, like, man, I'm trying to remember exactly, it was, like, one of the things, like, as I was reading, or as I was doing something this morning, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna write this down, then got sidetracked and completely forgot to write down, <laughs> but, um, I just reminded you of that. Yeah, <laughs> but if, when things didn't have a purpose, they were seen as not I don't want to say not being in existence yet, but that's kind of like how they viewed it. Mm. And so it wasn't until they understood the purpose was lighting the earth, like uh, that it, they were like, oh, that is, it has a point now. And it has, and like the, uh, I don't know what made me, going back to Genesis one, like, it says the sun and moon were created out of light, but we can see the moon isn't created out of light. And mm -hmm. it was, that's how it was understood back then is it wasn't until we got uh, further on and being able to see things that we understood that it was metaphorical in like, or not even is, I don't know why it's metaphorical. I meant to say physical. <laughs> and we saw that the moon was a, like it wasn't, light it was actual landmass right 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 i know that backtracks a little bit to back just one but it's just <laughs> something that popped in my head uh-huh yeah yeah um so what I, w I was just gonna say since i like almost was arguing against myself there a second ago um <laughs> that's good i argue with myself all the time um was just that i mean there are many reasons for why the stars could be you know, the light and things like that. There's obviously the idea of, I mean, the universe is expanding. So if the stars were very close to Earth, when they started expanding, the light would be here. You know, yeah. so there's obviously that. Yeah. Also, God says he created the stars to light the Earth, right? So he could have created them to light the Earth and have them lighting the earth you know yeah but that there's that you know it seems like is god being deceptive with me which i just don't think that it is mm -hmm. being deceptive as, but i know what you're saying as yeah. moderator am i allowed to give a third hot take yes i'm fine with it uh i mean in revelation the city of jerusalem is described as light coming from the lamb of god like coming from god himself so right. i mean Technically, like, there's this whole thing, well, like, how is there light, night and day, like, the sun wasn't made yet? Well, maybe God was providing light. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. That's my, oh, that's yeah. my, uh, that's my hot take as moderator. Right. I mean, that's another thing for the plants, too. Like, also, the atmosphere was completely different when the world was created, too. So, who mm -hmm. knows how long the plants could have yeah. lived, you know, yeah. or how much chlorophyll they had when they were created i'm with <laughs> you know for the record i'm withholding so many thoughts <laughs> <laughs> i am neutral <laughs> yeah yeah um do you have any or do you have any places for us to go 
and kind of um, yeah, I ha- actually have my two thoughts. questions, um, but okay. I'll start with this one. So you've there's been mention of like timeline. Oh um, yeah, genealogies. Yeah, like genealogies yeah. in scripture. <laughs> um, I was wondering what your guys' thoughts were on. So, Ethan, you've already mentioned that you you don't necessarily think that the the times given are necessarily exactly literal, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like I can still ask this question to both of you. What do you what do you think on how there are kind of intervals given between generations back to the garden, mm-hmm. but the Bible doesn't say how long Adam and Eve were in the garden. Right. Um, that is a really so so as far as young earth, the other day, young earth, yeah. old earth goes. We the- said this on theoretically, the you could yeah. be young earth ish, but also think that the garden was there a long time. So, what, right. What are your thoughts? And. Which that's something we brought up when we were on the podcast. I think I brought that up actually yeah. was like, well, the, we don't know how long the garden was around, but you know, from my perspective, the world is still perfect at that point. So there's not a lot of evolution and destruction going on and death and fossils being layered up. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's still a six day creation. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Versus mm-hmm. old earth, new earth. I'm I'm a six day creationist. How about that? Versus a new earth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. a I'm a six thousand years from the time of the fall person. Oh. That's that's what I am. There we go. Interesting. Okay. Be- based off because we get that number from the genealogies. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So. So I there's a there's a problem with the genealogy. I discovered again this morning. Like I put off doing all research until this morning. I actually didn't do any, so you're ahead of me right now. (laughs) There was one thing that I saw pointed out that was uh, if you see if you take Abraham's timeline or timeline of his ancestors, he was he was like like shocked to the point of Sarah laughing when it was like him having a child in his old age. But if you look at the genealogy in the timeline, Noah and Sarah, quote-unquote, Luke's father, would have been 130 years old when Abraham was born. <laughs> and and at that point, Sham would have still been alive from the ark. Mm-hmm. Like, so, why would they have been so surprised if they, if, what, what, a, Sarah was, what, 10 years younger than Abraham? So you're saying, like, yes. if, it, if it's happened before, why would they be Yeah, surprised? like, okay. like Abraham, Abraham's dad would have been 130 when he had Abraham and 140 when he had Sarah because they were siblings, which always just weirds me out. <laughs> you know, we're all just brothers Half and siblings. sisters in Christ, right? <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, we are all related, so. <laughs> wow. That's for another podcast. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I certainly don't believe in... Yeah, that's another topic. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Discuss Alabama culture next. <laughs> wow. <coughs> yeah. Uh, were you? Where is your thought done? Or yeah, like yeah, more. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, I think the genealogies are correct. I do not know the answer to that because I just honestly have never heard that before. So it's new information to me. But you know, the genealogies. Uh, you know, we're very meticulous with the way the scholars, you know, wrote them down. And there's also genealogies in the Old Testament and the New Testament 
for Adam to Jesus, you know, and that's kind of the whole point of it like was to show Jesus' bloodline. That is also true. There's, um, I know yeah. Mary and Joseph were both, like, I think Luke goes over Joseph's, Matthew goes over Mary's, maybe you have that reversed. <laughs> but even, like, they're both descendants of David, and even them getting from Adam to David doesn't match up. Which I've seen people, that's not the same subject, but it's an interesting thing that I've seen, and it doesn't match up with the Genesis Adam to Abraham either. I could be remembering that incorrectly, but um, that's what what I've always seen, and it's like it was always understood as like, as like, they were doing that for a certain perspective and but it wasn't like the Genesis one isn't like there's more things to it than just the lineage that was given in Genesis Interesting. yeah I actually have a thought on that real quick go for it so um, one thought that people have put forth is that for example the genealogy that Matthew puts forth is different from the genealogy that Luke puts forth Right. Um, one thought is that one is coming from the perspective of Jesus' lineage through Joseph, and the other one is coming through the lineage of Mary. Right, which and, you mentioned that. Yeah, and there's also the thought where in, in Hebrew culture, they would sometimes, somebody would have a, a different biological father. Um, they have a biological yeah. father and a and legal they father. It, yeah. mm-hmm. And so the thought is that one went the legal route and one went the biological route. Um, that makes sense. Which would make them both correct in mm-hmm. their own respect. Right, right. and that's, um, what, I, but that's what I was going to say. But, they've, too, are, yeah. but they're different in the way that you read them. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I and remember studying yeah. it now. I couldn't remember what the reason was. But yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, and that... It's fun. Yeah, that's what I was going to say next. Yeah. And also, um, you know, even with with there being... If there were errors, I don't believe there are errors in it. You know, I believe they do line up for reasons like that. Yeah. But um, if they didn't, like at the most liberal of estimates of from historical, you know, what we have of those people existing, it's ending up at 15,000 years, not billions. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that I, mean, I don't think that Adam lived billions of years ago. I think Adam was. Adam was 6,000 years ago, or es- rough estimate, something like that. But I think that it's the Earth as a whole, like, I think Adam was created billions of years after the Earth came into existence. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. So, so ba- I mean, so in that respect, we regard, we kind of agree, like I said, and like it's six, a five, yeah. five to fifteen thousand years after Adam, after the Garden, person. Would you yeah. agree with that? Yeah, I, th- I think. I think it's somewhere around there. Like it. It could be much more, and we just don't have full picture of it yet, and it could be revealed to us in heaven. But like I think, Adam was roughly like you said, somewhere between five, fifteen thousand years ago. Interesting. Okay, so. Yeah. Basically, what I'm concluding from this is that uh, neither of us, neither of us, really have 
any evidence of anything before the garden besides the Bible. So, and, you know, there's no earth, there's no evidence on earth of it, you know, because, I mean, obviously, like we said about fossil layers and things like that, I mean, if we're, if we're this length of time after the garden, we would agree on the fossil layers and everything, Mm -hmm. because it's still the same amount of time of the earth existing. So, Mm -hmm. basically... You believe the cosmos existed uh, for billions of years before Earth? Well, I, I think Earth existed, like animals existed, were evolving to the point of like, I, I don't think humans and dinosaurs existed side by side. Hmm. Interesting. Like, as cool as it'd be, I've been to the Creation Museum, I've seen like the diorama of them having dinosaurs fighting in an arena. That would have been so cool, but I don't think it. that's how it was. Interesting. Well, I could definitely go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> um, so, dinosaurs, yeah. So, I mean, we have lots and lots of documentation of humans and dinosaurs together, though. Like, with... I guess that was too broad of a term, because, like, ostriches and crocodiles are considered dinosaurs. Right, I mean... Reptiles that had this... Like, uh, large yeah. reptiles. Yeah, reptiles that weren't lizards. I oh. mean, they were lizards, but they weren't I, I know uh, modern-day lizards. You yeah. know what I'm talking about, yeah. I mean, I think that... Dragons, how about that? <laughs> okay, I think that uh, <laughs> over the course of human existence, we've seen animals evolve alongside us, like, so... Like, uh, I, I think that when you go back to Adam, like, humans would have been radically different. We would have looked at Adam and even been like, that looks like an ape, because they were probably much different looking. But we've mm-hmm. seen over the course of time, evolution, people, areas have evolved differently. People in Africa have more resilience to the sun because they've uh, more exposed to it versus the Europeans who are pale as paper but because they live in a much more cloudy less sunny area and so i think that like the lizards we see now would have been far different thousands of years ago like when adam obviously (laughs) when adam was in the garden or when the book of job was written and it talks about the leviathan and behemoth yeah, like, those could have been, those, like, we could see the modern-day equivalent, we could have seen them, we could see the modern-day equivalent to those after years of evolution, and to where it's like, oh, the behemoth is actually a crow? Like, that's a, right. I'd, that's a joking example, it's not, but yeah. it's like. Right, I mean, I don't believe that animals could change from one species to another because we don't really have it we have no evidence of it truly happening from i mean a species what i meant to say but you know from like reptile to bird i mean obviously reptile and, and changing how it looks and many different things because 
the reptiles. Yeah, and they're know. like breeds of dog that exist now that didn't exist 100 years ago. Right. Because and they're they crossbred. Well, like, so here's one thing, you know, that I believe is that all of genetics. So, you know, we would both agree on this, I think, since we both believe that God created the universe, is that all of genetic possibilities were in the first created things, mm-hmm. right? So, like, all of human DNA possibilities were in Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. There wasn't, he didn't create different races. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he, there's different ethnicities within humans, but all of those were in the first humans, all of the genetics, right? So, as we spread over the earth, you know, obviously different things change just as you would see now because, you know, different groups of people with different genetic codes migrated to different areas because of their different weaknesses. They died in that specific area and the ones with the stronger ones survived. And, you know, Mm -hmm. that's obvious. (laughs) So, um, where was I going with this? Oh, I was going to say everything bottlenecked at the flood when there was a flood and it, you know, I believe flood was the entire earth flood and destroyed the whole earth that, Mm -hmm. Uh, all the animals, all the people, everything had a genetic bottleneck. So there were, you know, different ethnicities of people and different types of animals and stuff before the flood that, you know, we're never going to see again because they all died at the flood. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just have what's left over now, <laughs> you know. And so, and as we know, the dinosaurs, you know, I believe all the dinosaurs died in the flood and that some made it through the ark but died once they got here because the atmosphere, you know, the world was cursed again, so. That, that's what I understood for... The flood is another thing that I'm like... I was like, oh, like, I don't think I have a full understanding. Like, I see stuff differently. There's one thing to say that I'm like, wow, that is a whole other rabbit hole I can yeah. go down of, like, was it regional? Was it the whole earth? Right. Like, it's something I'm like, I'm just going to... Sh- skip over that and I'll argue it another <laughs> yeah that's a see that I'm even more educated like I'm I've studied that really 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 deeply versus like the cosmos thing which is kind of mm-hmm. what which is where we disagree where we found we disagree is actually mm-hmm. cosmos based level you know pre pre garden is where we disagree mm-hmm. which you know <laughs> but okay sorry right back to Dinosaurs not existing with humans. I just wanted to say this really quick. In the fossil record, as I've already said, we all state that, you know, we claim the evidence for both sides, so whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, is that in every layer, there is footprints of the animal, and in the layer above it, there are fossils of that animal. In every single layer, there is that with almost every single species, Hmm. which is very, very strong evidence for, you know, quick layers happening in a global flood, Mm -hmm. you know. And so the animals that are the most mobile get to the highest place and survive the longest. But there's also the interesting thing that why don't we have more anomalies? Why don't we have, you know, I would like to see the evidence of more anomalies Mm -hmm. in that area. But you know what I'm saying? But... You know, so that would account for the different things being at different times that we consider 
millions of years because of carbon dating or whatever, you know, I believe those were very rapid layers mm-hmm. happening and animals retreating. So there's footprint and then they also still get farther, you know, mm-hmm. and that. But yeah, like you said, that's kind of a different subject because we agree from that point kind of. So, <laughs> yeah, like fossils, something that I, was, that I didn't even have time to get into that I'm like. I remember when we did the podcast episode, you saying that's something you studied extensively, and it's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't even know where to begin studying that. Like, <laughs> I know the, I, I know the arguments of the young Earth creation because, like I said, I grew up that. Like, I, right. uh, the school I, the homeschool program I, had taught it. The church I went to taught it. Even the ministry school I went to, taught it, and so it's. I know the arguments for it, but it wasn't until recently I've seen arguments against it. And so, like, mm-hmm. I know the ar- the fossil stuff, but it wasn't even something that crossed my mind until we started talking about this a couple weeks ago. Right. And so it's not something I'm right well versed in my knowledge of it. Right, yeah. Darn it, I had something. I was like, this would be a wholesome thought, and then I totally let it go. <laughs> Darn it. Um. Trying to get it back. Oh, right. I was going to say, all, I think everyone has to admit this to be sane and has to admit this to be, you know, just sensible is that there is real, there really truly is equal evidence for both sides of the argument of Mm -hmm. young earth, old earth as far as what is on the earth. And so, you know, so from my perspective, it's just that I believe this is what the Bible says about it. That's why I choose that side of the equal evidence Mm -hmm. versus the other side. And so still our argument just lies at what we think the Bible says. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Not what the evidence suggests. Or in what you think the Bible means by what it says. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. We obviously agree the words are the same words, but yeah. <laughs> it says yeah. this, it's inspired. Now, what does that mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And it is interesting because Genesis is, uh, you know, of the Old Testament, the only book that really has any question about exactly who wrote it and what, you know. I think it's pretty, all the other ones are very, very, very well documented. And most of Genesis is very, very well documented, except for the first three chapters, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. that's the oldest account we have of creation by far is the Bible, you know. And the only one that's mildly similar to it is, you know, Hammurabi's code or whatever, but it's clearly like Hammurabi wrote it, you know. (laughs) And it's like, you know, it has no validation at all where the Bible does you know in that it's weird but us not knowing where it came from has more validation because it signifies that it's one of the first writings you know (laughs) yeah so it's interesting i just had this thought this is kind of totally off topic but (laughs) when i wonder when writing started like did god do the very first writing did god teach adam how to write did humans make that up later on when when did writing happen you know what i'm saying because i'm sure adam 
would have had the desire to write things down to remember things unless he just had like do a you, perfect mind i don't do you want to go down that hole because if you have a perspective on it's just an idea i, I mean because there are people that believe that moses wrote all of the pentateuch right and the people that Which don't we discussed this earlier but and so there's the thought of like the creation happened but then god like recounted it to moses there's that thought and there's the thought that it was written down earlier by other people and just gathered um, right. by the Israelites later. Well, I would say, too, though, like from Adam to Moses, the creation account would be very fresh in sp- speaking. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, God like, walked with Adam. Like oral so tradition. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, he would okay. be able to tell that story to his yeah, kids yeah. perfectly because he was there. Yeah. And with God also. Yeah. So well, you know. I think you, we see we see creationists like from the same time period as Moses, like that are far different. Most of the stuff is like and then the gods rose out of the water or lightning struck mud <laughs> and yeah. eel was born or mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm um I may I may even be mishearing you, but are you bringing up like other creation accounts from other religions? Oh, yeah, he was saying that... Well, that's that what I was bringing with Hammer Puppy's code and stuff. Well, he yeah. was saying that's that it was, was still saying. fresh in the memory because God woke, walked with Adam, and through oral tradition, it would have remained the same, but it we see wide variety in the same time right, period. Right, right. Yeah. But it's also not the Hebrews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <'Cause laughs> you so, know. Something that I've heard discussed um, among a couple of s- scholarly people is how there were other creation accounts presented by other ancient religions Mm -hmm. um, that were very similar to Genesis 1 and 2. And the thought was that perhaps Genesis 1 and 2 is kind of like a flex. Like, like you're right, all these things did happen, and my God did it. (laughs) Like, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Right, but there's obvious... uh, There are, like, major differences. Yeah. And also... Um, darn it! I shouldn't have said that first because that was my second thought, and then my first thought <laughs> went away. Um, I wish I could. I really. This is good. This is practice for us to learn how to speak. Wow. Because I mean, for real, like we could get into arguments with people we don't know, and we can't make that mistake. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I um, get in arguments with people on the internet all the time. I just, when I lose my train of thought, I just stop responding. <laughs> also in the internet when you're typing you have time to think of those things you can't you know have to keep yeah. filling the space with words yeah um darn it sorry i'm gonna try to gather my thoughts back in um oh no that's not it i already said that <laughs> um Sorry, it's, it's not going to okay. come back. Yeah, yeah. It was, darn it, yeah. it was very what, Was it, it was connected very to what I was saying about Genesis yeah. potentially being a flex on other religions? Yeah. Was it was related to that? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm still not getting it back. It may or may not come. <laughs> um, did you guys have any other thoughts on that right now? Uh, not that I can remember. Okay. I, I'm going to have to, I'm going to carefully word this next question. Okay. 
Um, so given, sorry, go ahead. Given that God is God, that he is sovereign and he can do whatever he wants. Um, like scripture says, his ways are higher. Mm-hmm. Um, his thoughts are higher. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> given that, um, I, I'd like to hear each of you on what if, what if it was revealed to you that the that God did something the way that you thought that He wouldn't or shouldn't um, or couldn't? I guess. Like, what if, like, you're like God created? For example, you say you believe evolution's not a thing, and then then like you discover, oh. Like actually, the way that God took man from the dust is He actually did evolution. Like that. Like, mm. what would it? I guess what would it take? Slash, how would you respond to the thought of God can do whatever He wants to? Like, like what if C.S. Lewis puts forth this idea? I think in Mere Christianity, um, kind of what you were saying earlier, Ethan, about um, like if we were to look at Adam and Eve, we might be like, oh, that looks like an ape. Um, mm. But C.S. Lewis's point was, what if God did things a different way than you think that he should have? Um, and I guess I'd like to hear both of your thoughts on that, because you, you don't totally disagree, but there are points where you do. Um, and I guess I'd like to hear your thoughts on what if God did something that you thought that he wouldn't? I think trying to comprehend the thoughts and actions of God is like... <laughs> is impossible to do like it's trying to give a four or a four-year-old calculus and say figure this out in three seconds like god has a eternal mind can see past present future all at once and like is outside of our realm of understanding things so like if he did something the way i didn't think he should i would just be like well that's the way god did it like I just got to adapt my understanding because his ways are higher and I may never have the understanding of how he works. It may seem completely unjust to me, but uh, man, I can't remember. It was someone around the same time as C.S. Lewis and him or Chesterton or someone said that like, if I could be God for a day, I would do things radically different, and that's why I'm glad I'm not. <laughs> and, yeah. 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 <laughs> Man. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, obviously I would completely accept whatever he did because he's God. And, yeah. you know, I believe in God. And that's in good. Yahweh, I believe in Yahweh, that God. Um, so, you know, I accept it. But I think I would also ask him, like, why did you make it so confusing? <laughs> Wait, you know, like yeah. this specific thing. I think that's fair. You know, which, I mean, from my perspective, I feel like he made it very clear. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and then, so. Yeah. And I see it as being very clear. He sees it as him making it not very clear. So. Yeah. And I'm I not would ask him if it was his way. I would ask him, why didn't you make it very clear? That's just, fair. Just out of curiosity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and I'm not saying like I believe in evolution or I don't believe in evolution or I'm young Earth or old Earth. The world may never know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just the point there. I thought it was really good how C.S. Lewis just presented the thing of like, 
what if God did things the way that you think that he wouldn't? Like, kind of, I think it just reveals a little bit of a heart posture mm-hmm. of he's God and I'm not, therefore I don't get to decide how he works. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that can be applied to any side of any debate. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm just wondering your thoughts on that. I think C.S. Lewis and your Christianity should be like required reading. Almost like all of C.S. Lewis's books are very, very good, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I heard someone say that they this uh, that they feel like if they were to canonize any twentieth century books, it'd be mere Christianity and constant discipleship. <laughs> that is a very hot take. <laughs> I'm not wow. saying that's what I think. <laughs> I'm just saying it was an interesting thing I heard. Yeah. I think that mere Christianity and cost discipleship should be something every Christian reads. I'm not going to put it alongside. Yeah. The compare it to the Bible, but yeah. Could that be? So we have canon, and then we have deuterocanonical books. Could could that be like tertiary right. canon, <laughs> third, third level? Sure. Is that heresy? I don't know. If we don't sin, Jesus died for nothing. So what's a little heresy? <laughs> Wow. But uh. but yeah, it, there's also like the interesting argument. I mean, we're kind of totally going off topic here, but only kind of since we're doing it, we might as well <laughs> just keep going because um, I kind of feel like we're done with our yeah. original. I feel like we've kind of evened it out to where we yeah. understand each other at least. Um I have more questions, but I feel like it's not the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, really quickly. I just wanted to say, you were saying, like, what would you think if God did it how you didn't think? And it's just, you know, I believe that he's an all-holy God because he is God. And his ways are higher than our ways, not necessarily because of how he did them. Mm-hmm. You know, so if I get to heaven and God's like, Actually, I put you on Earth because it was a game. <laughs> you know, I would. St- <laughs> Whoa. I would still love him for being God. You know, mm. where you know a lot of people, I think it's a very, very uh, dangerous and very arrogant and very prideful state to try to, in any way, think your morals would be higher than God or say that God is. You know, or he did something the wrong way. Yeah, how dare you put us in this state? You know, when which obviously we agree that, you know, we put ourselves in this state. But, um, sorry, that was more of a message to unbelievers than (laughs) believers. But you know, we are the problem. In case you were wondering. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. Um, questions. Um, (laughs) you had. How long did you want this to go? I mean, it's been. Uh, I think we're at approximately we're at an hour and four an hour 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know. I looked at that thing Dude. earlier and I was like, holy cow. I have a question, but it, it has the potential to go a long way. I'm fine with you asking it. We can just nix it if we just... Okay, yeah, yeah we can nix it. Um, so one thought that, that has been put forward, um, I, I, sh- I should say another one because I've said that multiple times, um, <laughs> is that Potentially, so Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then Genesis 1-2, now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Um, 
the thought is that Genesis 1-2 presents an already existent earth that has been kind of, it's kind of like a wilderness. It's like almost, almost as if there was something there. And then it became right, wasteland. Right, because the waters of the deep yeah. like, already exist. Almost like, yeah, that's almost like it was yeah. there, and then it became a wasteland. And then um, and then God took the raw materials of that wasteland and created things. The thought with that, additionally, is that there could have potentially been a creation prior. Like, like there was stuff, and then it crashed. And then God took the wasteland and made another thing. This is called gap theory um not exactly but <laughs> well that's that's the rough the rough idea yeah that is yeah i guess a version of gap theory. yeah that's a version of it i mean gap theory is actually that there's a gap between verses one and two like from six to seven that that's where the gap is yeah like that's, god, that's god, that's like god created a whole story happened and then wasteland that kind right. of thing like we're we're salvation 2.0. <laughs> yeah, like or like God or Jesus yeah. didn't decide to step in last time. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That that's something I Big oof. <laughs> that's something I I thought about like when I was younger I was like I'm not saying this is what I believe. Yeah. I'm saying this is like a younger thought like what if like but basically like everything is in everything's constantly moving and like there was a story before and then like and then like when it comes to like revelation where god said he was creating a new eden then he was like he was creating earth and then earth would happen and then it got corrupted and so then it's like new eden and then new eden will get corrupted and start something else and like i said it was a thought that was like that's interesting when i was younger not something I believe, but it yeah. was... It's like there's... He just keeps making an earth, and he gets more and more children each time. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Like rebooting the series. Like, yeah. oh, yeah. we shouldn't have had Michael yeah. leave. We're going to restart. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and again, I'm not saying I believe that. I'm just... No, me either. That's something all. that people... Well... That's something that people occasionally will bring up. So I think it's good to be able to talk about it. Right. I mean, I, I even... Like, I had a thought, too, yeah. when I was... Younger, also, also something I don't believe in, which I will give the reason for. But sorry, maybe I'm stumbling people right now. But <laughs> um, is the thought that like I was like, what if God just lives in a society and <laughs> we are His art project, Whoa. and there's like a whole nother, <laughs> and I we're mean, just like, kind of but Mormonism, like, <laughs> kinda. Kinda, except that you become equal with God. I'm not saying that at all. I'm yes, not saying that. But I also totally don't believe in that because Paul says that um, you must believe in Yahweh being the only God, and there is none like Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it and all, he even words it more specific than that. That literally yeah. completely refutes that idea. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. so I'm not sure why I presented it. But I, <laughs> so you're saying Mormons aren't Christians? Um. <laughs> I'll say um, it. Okay. Yes. Mormons aren't Christians. <laughs> yes, I believe some Mormons can be saved. But yes, I do believe Mormons are not Christians. Mm-hmm. So and, okay, and their doctrine is not Christian. Is what I mean. Yeah. Okay. So then I have another thought. Then that's kind of more general Bible. So. 
this is honestly kind of revealing a little bit of my beliefs, actually. I'm the moderator, but here's an actual yeah, belief. I, I think the debate is over. We're just going yeah. into... <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but, but when I think about gap theory, one of the reasons I brought it up is one thing that I do kind of agree with it on to a degree is kind of, I don't believe that the end of Revelation is the last thing that will ever happen. Like, I think that's going to set up a new kingdom and God's going to do stuff with us from there. Oh, yeah. And I also believe that Genesis isn't necessarily the earliest thing that God has ever done. Um, like, Right, there's always that possibility. Because obviously there's other dimensions. In, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, we're going way yeah. out there. But, like, yeah. <laughs> obviously heaven isn't here. Yeah. So, like, there could be... You know, we uh, all we know about all that he's let us in on is yeah, it's like between, here, between Genesis one and hell and Revelation what twenty two, twenty one, twenty two. Right, all that yeah. he's made us aware of is, is this physical realm and the spiritual realm. Yeah, there could be other realms that he made. He's God, but he just he didn't tell us about them because we're not supposed to know about them. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and but that, of that's course an they could exist. Yeah, that's an interesting. Uh, how do I word that like connection to viewing creation? Like, man, yeah, this I know is what kind you mean. of related, but mostly random. Do you think aliens could be real? Um, so contrary to what I've been taught most of my life is, um, I believe yes. <laughs> um, because, you know, I've always heard the argument, well, if there's other intelligent life out there, Jesus didn't die for them, and so how could they be, you know, what would their relation to the Creator be? I'm just like, um, they have a different set of rules, just like every other being there is. Animals have a different set of rules. Angels have a different set of rules. Demons have a different set of rules. Hmm. Aliens, or, you know, of course, I think most, like, earthly accounts of aliens and stuff, I think, are demons and things that we already know about. But if there's other things, like we just talked yeah. about other realms, they just have a different set of rules. Yeah. They might not need a savior. They might have a, you know, God made them, they just have different rules. Maybe you know? they didn't rebel. Right. Maybe. Exactly. Maybe they're still living in wow. their garden. <laughs> Whoa. There was a vine or a TikTok I saw where it's like aliens come to us and it's like, uh, and they were talking like, oh, you guys have Jesus too? And it's like, yeah. And it's like. Uh, we love him. Every time he comes, we give him chocolate and stuff. So it's like, <laughs> what? Every time? Goes, well, what did you do to him? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> That's really good. Wow. That, that really hits home, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think if aliens were discovered, though, I think it'd be irrefutable proof of God. Because I agree. the, like... The fine-tuned theory is, like, everything on Earth is so fine-tuned for, like, in order to sustain even the most minimal of life, everything has to meet these exact, like, uh, these exact requirements that if there were another planet out there that also could fit any form of life, it would be, even in the billions and billions of light years, even in that amount, the, like, the fact that it can happen on Earth at all is, like, impossible but it still happens. So if it could happen twice, that'd be irrefutable proof of it. <laughs> hmm. I ordered a book about this about this topic in my sleep, 
the other night. <laughs> I haven't read it yet, but I have it in my car. Wow. Okay. You can. Are you saying you wrote while you were sleeping? I ordered it. Oh, you ordered it. Oh, I thought, you, I thought you said wrote. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, you, or, you ordered it while you were sleeping. Yes, apparently. Oh. Some people eat while they sleep. Some people order things on Amazon. Ambien will do wacky stuff to you. <laughs> okay. yeah. Well. yeah. Oh, what I was just going to say real quick about aliens is that um, if we were supposed to know about them, God would have told us. So, mm-hmm. you know. And if they show up, then it's time for us to know about them. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, then yeah. do we, then just, no, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I know, we're, we're really about, going down. I was about down. to get into Great Commission stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So that's another day. Yeah. But, yeah, it was really interesting that Ethan was supposed to moderate, and now we are, like, way down <laughs> rabbit holes. Well. <laughs> but I think it was valuable. I think yeah. it was good. We're definitely past the debate part, I think. Yeah. So I, I, I'm no longer moderating. No, no, no. <laughs> if, we, yeah. if, if I title this on YouTube, I'll, just, I'll be like, you know, old earth, new earth, debate. And then, yeah. and then we go off the rails. <laughs> like a crazy train. Yeah. We jump the track. Yeah. Um, did you guys have anything else you wanted to talk about? I don't. Do you? No. All right. I think that's a wrap. That is a wrap. Again, these are brothers in Christ discussing yes. the things of God. Yep. They uh, they love each other, in case you were wondering. Yep. Not that yes. much, but... <laughs> they <laughs> tolerate. Agape one another. Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we need... When... Sorry, going off topic again. We're just totally off now, but... Um, when we tried to like create our own language, me and Isaac and Braden and Eileen did that one time, and we just we tried to make a bunch of different words for the different kinds of loves because they have that in most other languages, and mm-hmm. in America it just sucks. You know, we're <laughs> yeah. stuck with this yeah. super broad term. You love your pizza and you love your spouse. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and you love God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you love yourself. <laughs> you know, like it just. There's so many different words for love, but yeah. Um, yeah, we had four. We had narrowed it down to four hmm. um, in our language. We had, like, general love. We had agape love. We had... It, it's funny. I'm thinking of the words. I I do this all the time, so I'm sorry. Um, I'll be talking to random people, and I'll try to use the words we made up in our language <laughs> to try to describe <laughs> what I'm talking about, thinking that it's something everyone knows and mm. it's not. But we would call it mean, meany love was like the love love like for your spouse. Oh. And um, anyway, that was one of them. Okay. And so I know we had four. I can only think of three right now. But hmm. all right. Sorry. Um, That's all right. Yeah, so coming up on an hour and a half almost. All right, well that is a wrap. Yeah, I'm a feminine, feminine, feminine M&M, a slim shady lady, something like that. Stand up if you're the real <laughs> slim shady. <laughs> no.